Hello, my name is Michael Rocha. I'm a university student who studies anthropology and a comic book enthusiast. A couple of weeks ago, I went to go see the latest movie featuring Marvel characters, Venom. In this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about the movie, what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it, and at the very end, I'm going to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being the worst and 10 being the best using whole numbers. So, let's get started. Before I talk about the movie, I want to talk about the character of Venom, so those of you who want to go see the movie can have a little bit of context before going into a theater. So Venom is comprised of two beings, an alien symbiote and its human host. The Venom symbiote comes from a race of symbiotes that latch themselves onto living beings. They physically enhanced these beings while also draining the life out of them and altering their personality. The Venom symbiote wanted to permanently attach itself to a host instead of sucking the life out of them and then moving on. As such, its race banished it to a planet known as Battleworld for having different goals. All of this is retold much later though, since the very first time we see the Venom symbiote is in the 1984 Marvel storyline Secret Wars. During this storyline, a very powerful being known as the Beyonder grabs a handful of Marvel supervillains and superheroes and throws them into Battleworld so they can fight each other so the Beyonder can see who would ultimately win, good or evil. In Secret Wars number 8, Spider-Man has his suit damaged while fighting on Battleworld. He encounters Thor and Hulk who tell him that there's a facility with a machine that can give him a whole new suit. While exploring the facility, Spider-Man accidentally comes into contact with the symbiote and it attaches itself to him, creating a new black costume. Spider-Man just assumes that this is the suit that has been generated for him, and continues to use it while on Battleworld and when he returns to Earth. The suit not only enhances his physical abilities, but can also change to mimic street clothes and produce much better webbing than Spider-Man's original web shooters. While on Earth, Spider-Man goes to Dr. Reed Richards, aka Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four, to learn more about his suit. Richards explains to Spider-Man that his suit is actually an alien symbiote that wants to permanently attach itself to him. Spider-Man, wanting to get rid of the alien symbiote, swings into a bell tower and the ringing of the bells causes the symbiote such stress that it detaches itself from Spider-Man. Before leaving, however, it saves Peter's life one last time because it still cares for him and brings him down gently from the bell tower. The symbiote then makes its way to Eddie Brock, who already had a hatred for Spider-Man for ruining his career. Brock used to be a journalist who fabricated a story, and that fact was brought to light by Spider-Man. The symbiote, also feeling betrayed by Spider-Man since it was forced to leave him, feels the same hatred to the web-slinger and bonds itself with Eddie Brock to create Venom. Venom has been a major thorn in the web-slinger's side since his creation. 
He has all the same powers as Spider-Man, but he's a lot stronger and much more cunning. Aside from Eddie Brock, there have been two other people who have gotten a hold of the alien symbiote and become the new Venom. The first one is Flash Thompson, Peter Parker's former high school bully. The US government gets its hands on the symbiote and wants to use it to make a new super soldier. After several errors, the government turns to Flash, a soldier who lost his legs in the Iraqi war. Bonding with the symbiote, Flash regains the use of his legs and becomes Agent Venom, a force for good in the world. The second one is Mac Gargan, aka the Scorpion. He had the Venom symbiote for a while, which increased his physical abilities, but he lost it when he was forced to give it up after battling some superheroes, including Spider-Man. There are two things that I find interesting about Venom. One are his weaknesses. Venom is basically indestructible, except when he comes into contact with extreme heat or loud sounds. As such, fire and sonic sounds are detrimental to the villain. The second thing I find interesting about Venom is the fact that he refers to himself in the first person plural form. So instead of using words like me, myself, and I, he uses words like us, ourselves, and we. Which leads into his most famous line that every comic book lover knows, we are Venom. With all of that out of the way now, let's get into the movie, starting with the things that I did not like about it. first thing I want to mention is the pacing of the film. It's good at first, but then as soon as the symbiote attaches itself onto Eddie Brock, then things start to get a little all over the place, and it's kind of hard to keep track of what's happening in the film. The second thing I want to bring up in this film that I didn't really care for is the fact that people just seem to accept the symbiote's existence when they find out about it. The two people that really show this are Eddie's ex-girlfriend, Anne, and her new doctor boyfriend. When Anne first sees the symbiote, she does freak out and kind of runs away, but then she basically tells Eddie, oh, okay, this thing is now a part of you, we need to have it looked at. Let me take you to my doctor boyfriend, who then, when he sees it, freaks out for like a second and then comes to terms with that fact that here's an alien symbiote in his lab. I don't know about all of you, but if I see a dark, slimy alien symbiote, alien anything for that matter, moving around, I'm gonna freak out. The third thing I want to mention is the fact that Spider-Man is not a part of this movie. Being a longtime fan of Spider-Man, I grew up watching the cartoons, and now I'm reading the comic books. It's very weird for me to see a Venom origin story movie and not have Spider-Man play any part of that, especially when Spider-Man was the first person to have the symbiote. The fourth and final thing that I'm going to mention that I didn't really like about the Venom movie was the fact that it went from being rated R to being rated PG-13. We already have 
very good movies that are associated with Marvel and have an R rating. Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Logan were all really good movies. And there are elements in those movies that can be applied to Venom, and it would all still work out. In the Deadpool movies, we see Deadpool shooting people. We see the blood. We see things get a little haywire whenever he goes on his spree looking for the man who ruined his life. In Logan, we see the titular character cutting people with his claws. And I don't see why we couldn't have had that in an R-rated Venom film. Venom is a very violent character, typically. And throughout the movie, we see, or at least it's implied, that he's biting people's heads off. And he probably, with his immense strength, probably could rip them apart. But we never get to see that. The camera always looks away and is looking at someone else watching this whole thing happen in front of them. Leave the movie rated R is what I'm saying here. And just say that it's for violence. It doesn't have to be for anything else. And I think it could have worked. Before I get to the good parts about Venom, I do want to mention one part of the film that is kind of in a gray area for me, and those are the fight scenes. These are very well orchestrated. We see Venom fight another symbiote, and the fights look amazing, but what's a drawback to them is that they happen at night. So you have two dark alien symbiotes fighting with almost no lighting on them. And it gets very confusing when you try to decide, is this Venom or is this the other symbiote that he's trying to fight? So while the fights look amazing, it's hard to keep track of who's who. Now with the bad things and the gray area, aspect of the film out of the way, I want to talk about the good things about the film, the things that I liked. The first thing I'm going to mention is Tom Hardy playing Eddie Brock and being the voice of Venom. He does a phenomenal job playing the character, and we get to see their relationship develop as the film continues. We see the symbiote try to help Brock by getting him to deal with the problems that he has throughout the film and get him out of the holes that Eddie Brock has dug for himself. And we also see Eddie try to keep the symbiote under control and not eat people and not put him in situations that would be considered normally life-threatening. The second thing I'm gonna mention is the character of Venom and the symbiote itself when he's on the screen. He has some very good lines throughout the film. I don't want to mention a whole lot for spoiler's sake, but he does a very good job talking about himself, talking about other symbiotes, 
and giving Eddie advice throughout the movie. The other thing about the symbiote that I like is that it just looks really good. Even though there's no big white spider symbol on his chest like he would normally have in the comics and cartoon series, he just looks like this giant black alien slimy creature which is exactly what Venom is supposed to look like and he does such a good job at being menacing and looking the part of wanting to be feared by individuals and I have to give props to the special effects team they do a very good job showing off Venom's powers of shape-shifting and growing and his eyes, his teeth, his large tongue, all of that was spot on in the film. The third thing I'm going to mention is the humor in the film. There's not a whole lot of it that is going to make you cry laughing, but there's a lot that would at least make you chuckle or laugh to a certain extent and a lot of it comes from the back and forth that we see between Eddie and the symbiote. There's one scene where Eddie has the symbiote with him and he is fighting several of the henchmen sent by the bad guy of the film and before the fight even gets started they have some tasers pointed at Eddie and he puts his hands up and the symbiote is telling him you're making us look bad trying to force Eddie to put his arms back down and there's this constant up and down movements of Eddie's arms and he's telling the symbiote's telling him we have to fight and he's telling him no we don't have to and so even after the fight is done Eddie looks at the leader of the group and he tells him that he's very sorry about what's happening to his friends and finally the symbiote at the end very very end of the fight tells Eddie okay that was good now let's bite all their heads off and Eddie says uh why would we do that so there's a lot of more of this as the film progresses but it just is so funny to watch this happen and watch their relationship develop. The fourth thing I'm going to mention is how at times this film feels like a horror movie. There are a few jump scares, not very many, and especially some tense situations. There's one scene where Venom is attacking a bunch of soldiers behind a smoke screen so we can see the soldiers get scared and Venom coming out of nowhere to take out his opponents. And that's pretty much all the jump scares that the movie has, but it gets very exciting because you never know when Venom's going to show up next. The last thing I'm going to mention that I liked about this movie is the Eminem song that plays during the end credits. If you have younger kids and are listening to this podcast, I do not recommend you play it in front of them. But if you want to look up the lyrics to the song and you go to the chorus, you will see that 
Eminem highlights different aspects of Venom, and I really think he captures the character well in this section of the song. He does a very good job throughout the rest of it, but he really talks about who Venom is as a character in the chorus, and I think he did a very good job, and whoever asked him to be a part of this project needs to be applauded and be told that they did a great job picking out Eminem to do a song for this movie. Overall, I would say that Venom is an okay movie. Is it good? No. Is it entertaining? Yes. So if you would like to go see Venom in a movie theater, I say go for it. Get some popcorn, get a drink, go sit down and enjoy the movie. Maybe you'll like it more than me and you'll walk away saying, I like this and this about the film and you can have some different insights than the ones that I provided. Or if you'd much rather wait for Venom to come out on a streaming service or on DVD, I think that that's a very good option too. It's really up to you. At the beginning of this podcast, I said that I would rank Venom on a scale of 1 to 10 using whole numbers. So I'm going to give this movie a 6 out of 10 for being an okay film that was entertaining but wasn't very good. If you end up going to see Venom and there's something that you think I might have missed, or if you want to learn more about the character of Venom, let me know by reaching out to me on Twitter or sending me a voice message here on the Anchor app. My name is Michael Rocha. This has been Comic Topics. Thank you for listening.